Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome, guys. Guess who's back? It's me, Adam, and Danielle's here, too. Hello. And we have Amy Alpert, our life coach, back here. Hi. And we have an episode for you today. Well, wait. Not a new episode. Wait. Okay. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday to Amy. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> and she chose to spend it with us. I know. Which, wow, your life is lame. <laughs> I feel so bad for you. It's really, honestly, a highlight. Uh, but, like, and I was going to say, would you, I don't know, can I ask how old you are? Is yeah. that, like, I do? Remember with our, so Amy is my sister. You don't ask a lady how old she is. Well, I was just going to say, do you remember, like, with our grandmother, our mom, we called her mom, mom, mm-hmm. one of our grandmothers. I never really knew how old she was. Did you? I don't remember Thinking about that. Well, I, we were not supposed to ask her. Oh, really? Yes. She cared about that. She was very, she did not like to talk about that. We were supposed to believe she was a natural blonde. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which was really old lady yellow. Right. Old lady yellow. Exactly. It was like the brightest. It was like yeah. cabbage patch blonde. Yeah. Which she had forever. So it was hard to tell how old she was. Right. And then, and she looked good. She yeah. was like a pretty lady. But yeah. she, uh, no, we were not allowed to ask. But that's not really a thing anymore. Right, like nobody. I don't. I don't think anybody in our generation. I and when I say our, I yeah, mean we're after your 90. generation, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> like you're saying our generation. Well, we're not like, old yet. Like I'm never gonna olds. care. Are you ever gonna I am care? I'm so never gonna care. I like be proud. Yeah. Right? No, it's it's awesome to be aging in some way. But I, but our grandmothers did care. Yeah, but she also made me really nice birthday cake. Yes. Which nobody has I done know. since then. I, well, no. Our sister-in-law makes Yeah, very thank good God. But where is she? She's all She's the not way here. far away. She should have come. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so you're 48. I'm 48. Seven years older than I am. I just need to throw that and in wiser. there. And wiser. And <laughs> wiser. You have always been, you will always be wiser. But yes. Yes. But happy birthday. Thank Thanks you. for spending I know. With I, us. This is honestly like the highlight of my, <laughs> I, I, I'm so excited That's to be so back. sad. Yeah. I know. Kind but of. I really, I mean, you guys are fun. I bet there's a lot of listeners who are like, this would be a cool place to be. Oh, yeah. We could do like a marriage and martinis birthday party. For who? Marriage and martinis? No, you come on and you We're report. We're almost a... at one. Yeah, right. Are no. you really? Wait, what's one year for you? July will be a year. Yeah. Oh marriage and martinis anniversary. Isn't that your anniversary? No, that's your birthday. What? 
July. Yes. Yeah. But your anniversary is around then, right? August third. That's kind of cool. There, similar. Yeah, it's fine. It is the marriage <laughs> that of the marriage and the martinis. Right, but I'm saying we could we could host birthday parties where you come on and you do a marriage and martini session for your birthday. That's cool. Right for like five thousand dollars. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> they could see these really awesome digs you've got going on here oh the beach towel from costco Costco. (laughs) that's awesome but it's good if you spill your wine on it well that's why we have it because we're super we're super messy and yeah klutzy yeah okay enough of the chit chat (laughs) because that's what we've been told Mm -hmm. i'm gonna let amy alpert explain what we're talking about today okay so the topic today in honor of mother's day is the mental load, which is sort of a new term, but I think a lot of people are becoming familiar with it. Danielle did a um, Instagram story. an Instagram story, and it seems like people were pretty familiar with the term. So let me give you a few definitions of it. Okay, so the mental load, I'm just going to read a few descriptions of it, definitions. The mental load is the behind-the-scenes work. It's the endless running to-do list. It's heavy, and in most families, it's carried by the mom. It's the unofficial keepers of where the entire family needs to be and when and perpetual guardians against anything falling through the cracks. And it's almost like being the manager. So it's this idea that you are in charge of the whole thing. So even if people do pieces of it, you're you're the one who's thinking through making sure everything happens. And first of all, what needs to happen? How does it need to happen? And then finally, does it happen? And that's part of the mental load. And that, and that nobody's really going to be there to pick it up if you don't. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's and, the scary part. And I think that um, what I'm finding is just putting a name to it and a definition to it is huge. Like we're going to make huge strides in improving this now that it has a name. Mm. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think that... We Listen, if you want to talk about the stats of the Instagram story, we're all obviously suffering from the same type of thing because 96% saying, yes, I suffer from the mental load. So we needed a name for it. And a bigger study says 86%. So like a study that was actually done says 86%. So that's pretty substantial. And I think for yours, it was all women. And I think for this study, it no, was this all really, mothers. we're really, you know, when we do these, I'm noticing we're not as, you always say we're all women. No, 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 Adam. but you put mother's mental load. Oh, right, 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 right. Yes, I did. Story. Yes, you're right. You're right. But, but, but I, but I am noticing we're, we're a lot more male based than I think we give ourselves credit for. Is and you true? ask, yeah. and you ask questions of the men and we'll get to that. Correct. Yeah. Well, let's just say uh, I started off with this. I sent Adam a text earlier saying to him, Listen, this is a really important episode, I think, for everybody out there and for me. And number one, it's almost Mother's Day. So I'm going to say two things. I'm going to say, in honor of Mother's Day, have your spouse listen to this. That could be part of their Mother's Day gift to you, is that this is an important topic that we're all dealing with. And in honor of Mother's Day, let's all listen together because this is something that is affecting all of us and we need to shed light on it. And I also said to Adam, because I know how his mind operates, and we've had this discussion several times, please listen. I know his first reaction is going to be, when I say, well, I do this, his first reaction is going to be, but I do this. But let's just sit 
and listen a little bit because there's a reason it's called a mother's mental load or a mental load, but that most of the moms are having it. Right. Okay. Quick rebuttal. Oh, here we go. Yep. (laughs) I know that it's two against one here. Exactly. Listen, I'm here as the male point of view. It's not just a mother's mental load. Men have it too. I'm going to be here to state the case for us guys, but I want to listen and hear what both of you women have to say. <laughs> I have to look to my right and my left and get the eyes coming towards me, mm-hmm. shooting me through the skull. Forget eyes. It's going to be knives. <laughs> okay. So this is one thing. So I sent an email out. You sent this out, your story out. And there's, and, and so we're just one example, right? So we have our experiences, but there's a lot of emotion out there. Yes. Among women. So when you heard about mental load, I don't know if it stirred up the emotional response in you, I could be wrong, that I have noticed that it stirs up in women. People feel like, thank you for putting a name to this. You know, this is what I've been experiencing, but I didn't have a name for it. Mm -hmm. So do you you feel that sort of relief when you heard the word mental load? Were you like, oh my God, thank you for putting a name to it? Um, No, um, no, but... I realize that it's a real thing, and mm-hmm. I realize it's something that both women and men deal with. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a really good, important topic that we're talking about, because it's good for all of us to get this yeah, kind absolutely. of out there. Well, and so we can... Do you want to jump into... So so we were thinking about some ways to tackle this on this podcast, and um, the first step we were talking about was how do you make the invisible visible? So first, let's just get out there. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, do you want to talk about a few of the polls that we did for our community? Mm -hmm. So we have, we did a poll just today. I knew it wouldn't take long to get a ton of responses. And um, we did some, I I put out some polls and some questions. And I always like to use listener feedback because as much as, you know, we're talking about everything in society, I feel like marriage and martinis is a pretty good microcosm of familial society you know the the standard you know maybe familial society and i think that um we get a lot of honest feedback about how people are feeling Mm -hmm. so if you want to just say a few of the polls that we got in our in our community of you know one hundred and fifteen thousand people so what you said already was 96 percent are affected by a mother's mental load um and then this is not gender specific invisible tasks do you feel that you have tasks that your spouse knows nothing about is completely invisible to them 96 percent. so men and women and then the idea of do you feel resentful of the fact that you have this in these invisible tasks and that was 78 percent. again not gender specific um i think that was it for the percentages and then we asked specific examples of things that were invisible Mm -hmm. Do you want me to go through those or do you well, guys want to share Well, we can. Your... We okay. can in a little bit. Yeah. What about the tasks that you know your partner does that you just say, okay, that's their kind of thing and you have no role <clears throat> or responsibility to it? I mean, does that count towards this or is that not invisible because well, they think, know about it? I think the invisible piece of it is people feel unappreciated when they do invisible things. So... If you're not appreciating what they do and it's visible, then I'm not sure that that's all that much better. Well, are you, or if you're assuming that they want to be doing it, 
Right. Maybe there's an, you know, there's this assumption sort of that, oh, they're fine just having that on their plate. Right. That's just part of their role. Well, and you become habituated. I mean, look, you have a 13-year-old. You've been doing this for a long time. How much have your roles changed in 13 years as parents in terms of Not a who lot. does what? Not a lot. And that doesn't need to be the case, right? right? Like, you can shake it up and be like, honestly, I hate doing the trash. I hate taking the trash out every, every Wednesday. You know, mm-hmm. switch it up. Right. So I think that... Um, Maybe this idea of mental load is a good opportunity to reflect on, or maybe like whoever takes the kids to school in the morning or gets them ready for the bus. Maybe that doesn't make sense anymore because now your job has changed or your sleep patterns have changed and it makes more sense for the other person to be doing that. So it is kind of fun, I think, to look at Uh this as like, Okay. A reassessment. Reassess. Like, why do you do that? I mean, I'm good at math. Why are you doing the checkbook? Mm -hmm. You know, like, who knows? Maybe Mm -hmm. you need to rethink that. Is it okay that one of us does one thing the other person knows about, has no involvement in whatsoever, just because we both think, okay, this is kind of your thing. That's kind of my thing. And we both don't get involved. Is that okay? If it, I guess if it's going well, it's okay, right? But and if you if, both want to be doing that. But if it's going well, I think well, it's interesting it... with your financial episode that you had, that was really revealing for me, like listening to the finance episode. And the fact that, and I also, I'm a life coach, and I've had several clients who they've done that. Like, I'm in charge of raising the kids and like making sure that their emotional needs are met. You're in charge of the financials. And that has gone horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. where suddenly you discover that the husband hasn't been managing the money so well. Yeah, or... those are two huge, like, macro-scale mm-hmm. things that one person's taking care of, the other person's taking care of, where, in, just in my opinion, that's too big just to put on one person. I agree. Yeah, one person should not be in charge of the kids. One person should not I, be in charge I of the kids. I love the way you put that. Yeah, those I, are big things. I, I'm talking more about the... The micro, yeah. you know, where, like yeah. you said, taking out the trash. Like, okay, well, fine. I do that. I think that's part of what mental load is, is letting go 100% of certain things. So, like, the fact that you don't have to think about the trash at all, that's amazing, right? So, like, and the fact that you don't have to think about dentist appointments at all, mm-hmm. that's amazing. So, the more we can identify those things where we just trust that the other person is going to do it and do it well... I think that's what relieves the mental load, right? That's the ultimate goal. Well, that's why I was kind of bringing this up as if it's okay or not, because it becomes this um, mental load because it's all on, let's say, Danielle's shoulders because she's in charge of dentist appointments. I know nothing about them. I don't know when they go. I don't even know how much it costs. I don't know anything about it. But is that a mental load? Like, is that something that she's thinking to herself? Well, I got this because you got this other thing. Well, I think that's a good a good step into what what you're saying the first step is mm-hmm. into figuring that out which yeah. so let's get to that because sure. it'll be answered in what you're gonna say kind of and and i think this is so the whole thing is with the mental load is it's obviously happening we're all stressed beyond belief with it like it's 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 hard and we need to figure out okay so how are we going to take care of this we're all complaining about it we're all fighting about it or we're, or we're silently resenting it so let's figure out how to take care of it and that's where you come in and i i 
obviously I've spoken to you because we speak <laughs> like 14 Every times day. a day. <laughs> but I love your, you have sort of a, um, some steps that we should all take. And this is why I say, we, you, need to, you need to listen. You, you, both spouses need to be listening to this because, mm-hmm. listen, Adam is representing for the men. So this is not a bash session. This is not... But there is an underlying mom's mental load that we need to be addressing. And fathers need it too. Husbands need it too. But it, we... First of all, it's almost Mother's Day. And second of all, <laughs> for the sixth time, I'm going to use Mother's that. Day. I'm probably going to use it. And six, it's my birthday. And it is your birthday. And you are female and a mom. Hello. Hello. Okay. So let's let's go through the steps um, of and of what what are, what are we doing to address this? So, one book that I read that was really helpful that I'm going to steal some stuff from is called Drop the Ball by Tiffany Duthu. And you're going to put that up somewhere or no? Yeah, yeah. We'll look it up in the show notes. notes. Yeah, yeah, Tiffany Duthu. So it's called Drop the Ball by Tiffany Duthu. She is like very um, successful person and has been figuring this out with her spouse, you know. And, And she describes in the book how they figure it out. And it's really, she's very truthful and really takes us from like when things were not when she had everything on herself to how they figure it out together. And, um, and I love that you're always willing to read all these books because then you give the cliff note version. Yes. Yeah. And it's fantastic. But this is really a book worth reading, especially if you're a working mom, it's mm-hmm. very geared towards working mom. But even if you're not, I think it's helpful. So, um, she talks about the Mel. The Mel is the management Excel list. And basically what she says is everybody. So the two, the two people in the marriage sit down and go through everything that they do. And she even tells a funny story about how they're going through everything. And she's writing down all the things, the dentist appointments and the school stuff and the birthday parties. And that. And then her husband says, I fill the Brita every <laughs> week or every time it needs to be refilled. She's like, fine, put it on the list. I mean, most Britas don't. The filters don't get changed. They don't get so changed. So I do understand it's important. <laughs> Usually you're drinking unfiltered water in a, in a Brita. So you might right. as well drinking true? tap water. You feel better about it, though, even if it's unfiltered. Even if totally. It's like four months old. Totally. So, um, but anyway, that's like the level of detail that we're talking about. So you put all those things down and then you create, I think she said three categories, but I would add a fourth. So one category is... And this should be like Excel spreadsheet. Excel style. spreadsheet or whatever uh-huh. like your technical skill is or a piece of paper, whatever works. Uh-huh. Although the nice thing about Excel is that we can change it, right? And that's like really important. This idea of it being a flexible document that as things change in your life, it's constantly, be, you know, you can reflect on it. Like, oh, wow, you know, you keep messing that up. Let's change that. So there's the column for Adam. There's the column for Danielle. There's the column for um, delegating. So maybe that means delegating it to a housekeeper, to a nanny, to um, a landscaper, to a child. You know, maybe your kids could pick up the slack, a grandparent. And then there's a column for, we're just going to give up on that. So like a good example for that would be car wash. Like maybe, I mean, for me, I haven't washed my car. I can't even remember the last time. So maybe that's just something you just say, we're not going to get to that this year. You know, our life is too busy. Take it off our plate. Take it off our plate. Mm -hmm. And then you agree to that together. And then when you tackle this, you think about what am I good at? 
and what do I like? So for me, like, I don't mind doing the laundry. It doesn't bother me. So I'm going to take laundry. Um, you know, my husband, Gideon, loves to do the freaking dishwasher every single day. He does so, love the dishwasher. Oh, my God. He's yeah, he really does love the dishwasher. <laughs> it's really a problem. So he doesn't. It's like Tetris for him. He doesn't even do that You're, you're like trying to figure out. Right. No, right. but he's not even good at it like that. Oh. No, like I think he's broken something every single time he's done it. Right. He just likes it to get done. So anyway, he does the dishwasher. So like that's how you tackle it. And you try to give over complete tasks over to the other person. So mm-hmm. what, how do you guys feel about that idea? So we're both sitting down. It's sort of like in uh, in our sexual communication episode where you did the yes, no, maybe checklist, right? Where you have certain things where you're like, all right, I would try this. I would not try this. I would maybe try this. But it's it's we're listing. Not up. as fun. Right, but, yeah. <laughs> right, but equally as important. Equally important. Uh, but we're we're so we're each listing all the tasks that we think we do. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and that could take a while. Right. So it's something that maybe you need to be like in your notes app on your phone or something, just constantly as you're doing things, taking notes of it, and you take a week or two to do that. That's a great idea. Like plan ahead. Like this right. week, I'm going to think about everything I do. Both and of write you. It down. Both, both of, of you. you totally. That you're both. You're both saying for the next two weeks, and then if you're not done in the two weeks, fuck it. You don't get the credit for it. Right. <laughs> right. So get it done. <laughs> So, so you're both taking notes and then you're going to reconvene in a couple weeks in a very calm environment. With wine. <laughs> With wine. Maybe a, maybe a masseuse <laughs> in the Bahamas right. <laughs> um, with some extra cocktails. And you're going to you're going to go over the lists and and sort of talk about it and say, listen, you know, um, for me, something that I really, really, really hate making sure the kids do really really hate it is making sure they brush their teeth i just for some reason i fucking hate it and i feel like every morning every night i'm like can you brush teeth can you brush teeth like and 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 then they don't do it and i'm like well fuck it they're not doing it fine their teeth will fall out that's on them but i that's something i would like to hand over maybe we need to have a conversation i'm picturing like halloween when you have all the candy out and you're like, you can have my Reese's if you give me your Snickers. Right. Like, that's sort of how it could be. Right, exactly. Like, you take toothbrushing like and yes. I'll take. Right. Yes. Yeah. And that makes sense. Good yeah. analogy. Yeah. yeah, like a trade. Like a, okay. Like it could be fun. Yeah. And, you know, maybe Adam will say, well, okay, I don't really care. But you also need to follow through with it once you start it. Well, so that's, okay, that's another, can I interrupt? Yes, please, okay. because okay. this is huge. Okay, so there's the another. The follow-through is huge. There's another big piece of this, though. And um, this woman, Tiffany Dufu, talks about this, too. And she says, there's something called the home control disease. I don't know that you have this so much, Danielle, but a lot of listeners probably do. So I'm going to talk about it. And it's this idea that when you hand it off, she calls it delegating joyfully. When you hand something off. <laughs> what a soft uh, yeah, term like, for that. You've got to let go. So like if the way you want the kids to brush their teeth is different from the way Adam wants the kids to brush their teeth, you guys have to come to some sort of resolution. So if you really think he's going to do a bad job and the kids are going to end up in cavities, <coughs> you might have to keep that mm. or like somehow convince him to hold it to your standard. So that's something to think about. So for instance, if you want the dishwasher filled an exact way and you can't let go of that, even if you hate it, you really can't hand that over because you can't hand that over joyfully. You're not really delegating it. You're holding on to it in some way. 
Right. And that's going to lead to problems. And that's going to lead to problems. So yeah, I feel that way about the, the trash. <laughs> like I, that's something that Danielle has never done. I, I don't think we'd even know how to do. Are you putting fucking trash in the trash bag? Exactly. That's the point. That that's not all you do. There's so much more with the boxes that you throw in the garage, and there's stuff in the boxes. Some's recycling, some is not. Some go into certain bags. But I enjoy it. Yeah. So I don't get mad that she trashes up the garage and throws the shit everywhere. I actually well, gives the garage me, is your escape. It gives me an hour to go into the garage right. and be by so myself. That's, a, that's something you like to do. I do. I, so I, that I, I enjoy doing it. So I would never say, "Hey, listen, you don't do it. You don't think about it. You do it. That's your Reese's. I, I you kinda, keep that. Yeah, I keep that one. Yeah, I, I love I, that you choose Reese's. I would say that's Skittles. My candy too. Yeah, it's not Reese's. Skittles. I'll take the Skittles. That's you like can Hudson. have the Reese's. Oh, I Skittles. will give you any Skittles Anything. you want. I know. I will hand over Anything Skittles. Anything without chocolate is that's yours, like except Swedish Fish. Swedish or something. I like Swedish Fish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh shoot! You and I like too much of the same stuff. Well, we don't need to delegate. Luckily, right. thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know if. Like you just said, you just fucking throw the trash out. Like if I said, Danielle, you take care of the trash, it would not get done properly to my to your standards. standards. And that's HCD, home control disease, which is perfect. Yeah. As long as you can acknowledge it and you're like, okay, I got to hold on to that. Yeah. There's a certain way to do it. Yeah. And that's how I want it done. Totally. Yeah, I mean, I home control disease can be good as long as you're the one who's going to do it. Right. But it, the negative is like, you know, with my mother-in-law, if my father-in-law would walk into the kitchen... She'd be like, just get out. Right. Like, don't even touch anything. Oh, my God. I, that's my dream I is for I someone know. to say I that know. to me. But a lot of times that's the case, right? Like, we want our husbands to help or our wives to help. But then we really, like, create a kind right. of we want them to unsavory environment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So where were we? So we were saying that you have to delegate. You, you, you make a list uh-huh. and you're going to check it off whoever is the person to do it. But I was talking about the follow through. So here's my example. Okay. So my example is that I, okay, first of all, when, when, when the kids were babies, I remember, and this is what I think I'm going to talk about this for a minute because this is something that comes up again and again and again and again. And I am the one who gets all the messages from people. So I am the one who sees the repetition of thoughts of what's going on in people's minds and something I get again and again, which is a huge for me also in our marriage is my husband doesn't do something unless I ask. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's huge is, and even like I was saying, we went to Adam's therapist together and I was saying it really frustrates me that he can't do something that he doesn't look around the house and is like, Oh, that needs to get done. I'm going to do it. Instead. I have to delegate it to him. So you're the manager. That's remember the manager. Idea, yeah. And that's another load. thing that's like, and it's, it's fine to a degree because I do just want it to get done. And if that's the means to the end, then Okay, fine. The problem is when I delegate and it doesn't get done. So like, for instance, our son plays the drums. Doesn't sound like a serious thing. It's not a serious thing. But I've always said to Adam, he's a drummer too. I hate, I fight with our son, our middle son, about homework. I fight with him about cleaning his room. I fight with him about showering. Like all this stuff that I argue with him about that I have said to Adam again and again you, he needs to practice his drums. Can you please be the one to make sure he practices his drums? Because number one, Adam can go downstairs and play the drums with him. And they can make it like a bonding thing. Well, he has never made sure that Ian practices the drums. And that's frustrating to me because here I am delegating. And that's like, I think that's a super reasonable thing to delegate, right? Can, 
have him practice the drums. Like, that's not a huge thing. And Adam enjoys it. He loves to listen to Ian practice the drums. So what's up? Um, I have no right. rebuttal to that. Okay. Do you not enjoy it? I mean, is it not something that you enjoy um, as much as we would think you would I enjoy I do. It? I brought it up to him. Uh-huh. And it's always, okay, it, like, we'll do it later, Dad. We'll do but it, that's you know. how I deal with him for everything. Right. So do but, you, but so why can't this be your one thing that you deal with? It could. For that? I could do better. Oh. Holy shit. Yeah. Love it. What the fuck? Yeah. It's the wine. No. No, it's not because we've seen what it can also have. <laughs> no, but that's good. So like if you could take ownership, and I think that's what the mental load is. Like if you could take ownership of Ian and the drums, mm-hmm. then cool. Okay. Done. Done. But, Love that. Okay. Yes. Woohoo! Maybe yeah, like that's just what it takes, right? To be reminded. I know, but I have we have we have, okay okay. This has okay, happened all good. for years. All good. Yeah. Like I Keep remember moving. when when our kids were babies, I used to say to you, I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember what task? I don't I know used what you said you? yet. When Mia was a baby, every morning I gave you a task. I would say to you because you helped none when she was a baby, and I finally said to you, "Can you do this?" Do you remember what it was that I would have you do? Say it again. I didn't breastfeed. I bottle fed, mm-hmm. and every morning. At like 6 a.m., somebody would need to get up and boil the water for the formula. When she was an infant, you would need to boil the water. And I would say, and I would always feel like he would do it, but it would be like, okay. And I think that's important to say because I think the importance is if you're going to, if that's going to be your job, then. Right, because that feels like delegating again. Versus it, not only does it feel like delegated, it but it feels like they're resentful of it. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna delegate and you're gonna have like just let's just. But have that's some what's great that about this Excel do. spreadsheet, right, or whatever it ends up being. Like it's a decision between the two of you, so it's not like there's nobody in charge. You know, you're in charge of your column. You're in charge of your column, and hopefully, you can let go. I mean, it might take time, mm-hmm. and there might be some trial and error. Like you may discover mm-hmm. that oh my God, I'm really not good at this and I want the other person, you know, like, so we were talking also about maybe having check-ins. Like, so you create this Excel spreadsheet, you start doing it, and then you have check-ins. Almost like a, like, you know. Maybe part of the morning meeting in the Part of this morning meeting that you guys are doing for the podcast, you could also, is it, do you do it for the podcast or you do it for your whole life? Well, we did recently start at your, uh, you know, because you said, yeah, you said we we should start having morning meetings and we have, and it really does help. We have an hour where we're sitting drinking coffee anyway, and we sit in this room and it's fun and we, we talk and we, you know, we, we'd say, okay. This is the schedule for this week. And that has helped. And I think it's important. Yeah. All right. Kids just got home. We're going to take a quick break. break. Yeah, we need to take a break. We need to take a three P break. And (laughs) we'll be right back. Okay. We're called Marriage and Martinis for a reason. We enjoy our martinis. And marriage. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) And marriage. That's true. (laughs) Right. But I'm excited because, well, now that I'm 40, I... Need a little extra help in the bouncing back after a fun night or after uh, a plane ride or after just getting off the couch, whatever it is. But I'm excited because we have partnered with Zaka Recovery Chewable Supplement, which is an awesome remedy for hangovers, exercise, travel, altitude, anything you need recovery from. And I've been taking it. They're delicious, number one. Yeah, and, he, and we've given them to other people to try, and the first thing they say, 
wow, these are good. Yeah, I know. And um, one of my friends who took them with me last week, she was like, oh, I'm kind of skeptical about this. Yeah. And then she, she texts me the next morning. She goes, oh, my God, this stuff really works. Yeah, yeah we're like so, religious with this thing now. Yeah. We take them every single time we record. Yeah, and um, once I start exercising again, I plan on taking them <laughs> also then. So go to zacalife.com slash pages slash marriage, or just go to zacalife.com and use the coupon code marriage. Either way. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com You're going to save $5 off your order. $5. $5. $5. You got a coupon right there. Bam. So these all-natural chewables are delicious for one, and now you can enjoy a few cocktails, extensive travel, or a tough workout without paying the price later. ZachaLife.com. I'm so proud to talk about Simple Health, which is making birth control so much more convenient, affordable, and discreet for women. You can skip the doctor's office, the pharmacy lines, all the awkwardness of picking it up in person if you don't like that. And you can go to their website, fill out a comprehensive online health profile, answer some questions formulated to get the best birth control for you, your body, your preferences, your insurance situation. And if you already have a brand that you love and are on, they have a hundred brands of the pill as well as the patch and the ring. And it's it's just makes so much sense. I wish I had had this when I was in my early 20s living in New York because I was so bad at always going and picking up my birth control on time and it always messed me up. This service, however, is not a replacement for routine evaluations in your primary care physician or gynecologist, but it does make getting birth control so much simpler and that's exactly what we should be doing. So head to simplehealth.com and put in promo code MNM or... Go to simplehealth.com slash MNM and get your $20 prescription fee waived. That's simplehealth.com slash MNM or simplehealth.com and put in the promo code MNM. Go check it out. It's really awesome. In a couple weeks is Mother's Day. And for the next few weeks, we are going to be concentrating on our deserving moms because... They deserve as much attention as we can possibly give them. And I have been getting a subscription box, TheraBox. I love it. And I asked them if maybe they would do a giveaway for some of our lucky listeners. And they said yes. So in honor of Mother's Day, TheraBox is going to give two listeners um, in, marriage Mart- in the Marriage of Martinis community a subscription box. So if you, on May 2nd, go to marriage of martinis on instagram you'll see a post where i talk all about the box you can win with over 125 dollars worth of goodies in it and it's really the whole box the idea of it every month is just a little something for your own self-care to 
to put a little time aside just for you. And if you want to win one for yourself as a deserving mom or for your wife or for your mom or for your sister, whomever, just go to Marriage of Martinis. Also make sure you're following Therabox at MyTherabox um, on Instagram. And you can tag friends in the comments if you know somebody who wants who you want to win or um but just make sure no matter what that you l- like the post that you're following us and you're following my therabox and also go check them out mytherabox.com so i'm excited and we'll pick the winners on may 4th and then they'll just ship you the box i think that's awesome i i struggle with what do i do for you for mother's day and if I could just get you a box full of stuff that's going to make you feel like good about yourself, I'm I'm happy. Yeah, I'm it's, sold. <laughs> it's really I love the uh, I love the idea behind the box, which is really just it's self care and anything you can do, just a little time to take care of yourself. Yeah, when I was watching you open the box, I saw how excited you I were really about was the very excited, and our daughter was very excited also. So that was fun. So. Just go check it out. May 2nd, head to uh, Marriage of Martinis on Instagram. If you're not following us already, follow us and follow my Therabox. So we talked about how you're going to continue your meetings. Yeah, the morning had. meetings have been huge because we were not communicating well. Like oh, throughout the week, we were texting each other and then we would get sidetracked and we wouldn't put things in the calendar. The morning meeting where we both sit, I like a written calendar. He likes a digital. Yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, like an app <laughs> on a computer. Yeah, <laughs> yes. See, he likes the intranet. <laughs> and, and well, we text all day while I'm at work, so I get a fraction of what you're talking to me about texting. Well, you're like that when I talk to you too. Uh, okay. Don't act like it's all just right. texting. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm at work and I'm trying to get everything you're saying to me. We don't get to communicate very well when. I'm at work and you're at home working on this stuff. So this hour that we have together to get together and do this is important because we can actually concentrate 100% both of us. Yes. And then I can see that you're actually writing things down that when you say I didn't know about it, I'm like, fucker, look at your calendar. And then I can be like, you're wrong. You did know. So when do you meet? What's the date and time? There's not a date and time. Over the weekend, we, we sit in the morning after we get our coffee and we just sit in here and we just look over the calendar and organize awesome so what about your next time that you're together you sit and create this excel spreadsheet this mel well i think we're going to need a few weeks to sit down and really like i think it's going to take a couple weeks identify to get it all out you know that's a great idea and then we'll sit and 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 go over it together but i think also we should start thinking about as everybody should at home, you know, I think at home even you need to start thinking about, okay, what is something that I, is really bothering me that I think that my partner might be better at than I am mm-hmm. or that it will that, bother them less. Yeah. Or it will bother them less or it works better with, like you were saying, works better with their schedule, be it a, a drop off at preschool or going to pick up a kid at practice or just anything at all that can take a little bit off our plate because there is so much and there is the expectation. I just this morning spoke to Adam about the fact that on the weekends, it's just expected because it's a weekend that I'm going to pick the kids up wherever they are. I actually think it's a good idea. And I think that Gideon and I do this. I think it's a good idea to think about your weekend 
Like what, Gideon will say to me sometimes, what are the things that we need to get done this weekend? Or what are the things you're hoping to get done? Because the weekends, especially for working parents, but even for stay-at-home parents, the weekend is the time when things get done. So to sit down and say, okay, what are our priorities? What are the things that we have to get done? And so it's like a team effort versus like, what does Adam want to get done versus what does Danielle want to get done? So if you come together and you're like, okay, these are the three top priorities for the weekend, because sometimes that's when things happen. Okay. Ready? No, <laughs> I'm definitely not ready. Can you fill my glass up first, please? Get in. <laughs> I, I feel like there's certain things that we've been talking about so far where the kids have to be somewhere or things that are in Danielle's mind that have to get done. Mm-hmm. And it's, I need help. Can you take care of this part of it? Can you take, but forgetting about the things that she doesn't even think about that I do. And I never say, can you help me with this? Um, can I you have give to an example, please. <clears throat> okay. You, Danielle does you, not did, did like you? stinky water. Have you ever thought about how you oh, don't get stinky said water? That the salt. Yeah, I know. Okay. Danielle has never once salted the water tank. Danielle has never once chlorinated the hot water heater. Do you even know that that happens? Well, you're only talking about the tangible things, but there's a whole intangible aspect of it, which is our kid came home from school today and nobody sat with him at lunch. I'm the one thinking about that. And our- or he smelled because the water smells in our house. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody wants to sit with him. <laughs> or, you know, I, our, our daughter, uh, you know, maybe she she needs to have a tutor because she's not doing well in math. And like all these intangible things that mm-hmm. you're not thinking of that are also on our minds as moms, because I think. I don't care if we're talking about division of quote unquote labor and the physical aspect of it. The emotional aspect is so on us that we're the ones thinking of how are they doing with their friends? Are they getting invited to birthday parties? Are they, um, you know, having enough play dates? Are they, did they get to be on the soccer team with the right friends? Did they, mm-hmm. all these things that would never cross your mind. Correct. I agree with you. Oh, I know it's correct. Yes. You don't have to. So there's things that you think about that I never will. There's things that I think about that you never will. Well, not if you do your Excel spreadsheet. Is this, could it be a thing where going back to the beginning of when humans just, came to be and the tank moms were the <laughs> providers do kids need their moms because they think of these things where the men don't i don't think that this is about saying you need to do these things per se right everybody needs to play to their strengths but i think it's an awareness i think you should know that what that danielle is doing these things i think that's part of it like i think it's this idea of awareness this invisibility of what people do and the fact. So for an example, I was telling you about, I mean, this is about if I was letting my son go to school one day and I saw a rash on his arm Mm -hmm. and then all day long, I'm worried about that rash and I'm looking it up on Google and I'm thinking, okay, when he comes home, is the rash going to be worse? Is the rash going to be better? Is the rash going to be the same in those three scenarios? How am I going to handle it? That's mental load. 
right? Right. So that's me thinking, oh my God, how am I going to handle this situation? And possibly Danielle does that, but she's not texting you about it. I saw a rash on Ian's arm and I'm worried about it. So that's part of the mental load. It's this, it's this constant worry and thinking about our kids and trying to figure out, you know, what we're going to do. You know, a child not sitting with somebody at lunch or making sure they're friends with the right kids or making sure they're getting the help in math that they want to get. That's that like recurring story going through their head all the time that perhaps you're not aware of because we're not going to necessarily sit and tell you about all of that. Okay. So that's, I think, part of the mental load. It's the health and emotional well-being of our kids that can be exhausting. Of our family, too. Of our, of our family. Or, you know, our parents. Right, and, right. you know, Car- I'm constantly worrying about we have two aging parents. Like, you know, I'm worried about his mom. I'm worried about our parents. Like, all these things that I think fall on us because maybe we're more emotional beings mm-hmm. that we just take the brunt of it. And it's just thought that okay well we're going to take care of it but i think that what this brings up is not going to necessarily like pick up on all of those things but at least it's getting you in the right direction yeah and at least it's getting it it all out there it prompts conversation exactly and there are certain things i think that adam will sometimes we joke with each other and we get annoyed with each other that we'll say oh well that's your department and then we get angry at each other for saying that because, well, we don't really want to have a department. Right. We want it's a lot to, of responsibility. Yeah. And we don't want that to be a fallback. But there are some things that he can do that I can't. There are some things I can do that he can't. And I think that the reassessing idea of it all is huge. Yeah. And then also what was interesting in this book, this um, Drop the Ball, is the idea, so we talked about the home control. The disorder, home, home control. Home control disorder or something like that, yeah. where like you need things to be done a certain way. Mm-hmm. So when you're going through your list, you have to decide, am I able to give this up fully to someone who might do it slightly different from me? Um, and I did hear from a, a person when I sent out this email about what we're doing today. She had talked about her husband who is um, from another country and she said, okay, I want you to take control of sending, of getting us there for travel to visit your family. And when he took over, he created a trip that took like 10 hours longer than it would have taken for her because he had all of these connections that didn't work. So he didn't do a great job of it. So it's this idea of can you hand things over and will that person do a good job of it? So when you're doing your list, you need to evaluate that. Mm-hmm. So you need to leave the, leave for the other person to see. Right, right. Yeah. Well, so there's two things I think also that, that we need to be doing. So one is, I, and this is a great example from the book, where we can learn from our spouse. So this home control disease idea is sometimes we're not actually better at it than the other person. So for instance, this woman who wrote the book, she was talking about how her husband took over getting a babysitter that they needed. And what she used to do to get a babysitter is she would send one text to babysitter number one. Babysitter number one would get back to her and say no. She'd send another text to babysitter number two. Babysitter number two would come back and say no. And then she'd go to three, four, five. What he did. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Because I did the same thing. Tell me. Because Danielle would try, always say to me, 
can you try to get a babysitter to for whatever we're doing this weekend? So at the same time, I would text five different people. That's exactly for that's hysterical. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. <laughs> right. And she was like, that's so rude because, you know, people are going to respond. He's like, no, I'm sending out the text and whoever gets back to me first wins. wins. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like brilliant. And so mm-hmm. that's where like in some ways we can learn from each other. Right. Mm-hmm. So now that's a, a definitely a more efficient way of getting a babysitter. And she learned that from her husband. Right. And I think men in some ways they are easy, you know, they have, they're not as guilt ridden with a situation where, you know, in some ways, like it seems like a stupid thing for guys to RSVP to birthday parties, but on the same note, maybe they are the ones who should be RSVPing because they have such an easier time saying no. Maybe that's not a good role it's for actually us. actually the opposite of Gideon and I. But yes. Oh, typically. really? Oh, yeah. No, because I feel like, well, not anymore. I actually have gotten much better at saying no only in the last year or two. Yeah. But in some ways, a lot of women have a, a, a lot of trouble saying no, and men don't. So maybe that's a good thing. Maybe they should be the ones RSVPing to the Halloween party, the Christmas party, mm-hmm. the dinners, anywhere you don't want to go, the family function, the weddings. Maybe that's a better job for them. Right. And it's and coming from them spe- that the person can blame them and they don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, blame me. Like, I don't think Adam would care. Blame me. And I also think, you know, when Danielle and I go away together every once in a while just mm-hmm. for a night. But I also went away for a week um, for a program that I was doing to be a coach. And when I was away, my dog had an issue. And so my husband had to take the dog to the vet. He didn't even know who the hell our vet was. Gideon. Gideon. <laughs> Did you know who our vet was? Yes or no? He knew you had a vet. Did he? He didn't put her to sleep. Do you know what a vet? Thank God. Oh right? my God. I mean, that's, right. a, that's a win. I know. I know. You came back. Win. She was still alive. She was still alive. That's, but she had a huge Gideon, I gave you a lot of tush. credit for that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Like he had to experience taking the dog to the vet. Right. Was it hard to take the dog to the vet? He had to leave the house. He had to leave. Right. But I mean, she's nervous. She's shaking. Yeah. It's a lot. It's emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so now, if Danielle said there was a problem with our dogs yeah. and I had to take care of it, yeah. I'd be on a flight to Puerto Rico with the two dogs. <laughs> Returning them to their families. <laughs> like, you guys want to meet your new family? You want to meet your old families? Back to the landfills where they came from. Here's the beach where we found you. Oh, Dead dog so beach. Mean. I know. Where are the dogs? That's not even funny. Yeah. See, they're here. They're, they're scared here. of him. No, they're not. No. That's funny. Not really, though. No. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, getting away. And that does happen because when I went away, everybody knows the story, I'm sure, of how Adam brought our daughter to the wrong school twice. (laughs) And if you do not, you need to go back to one of our first episodes, which was the hot mess parenting episode, and find out about how I went away for the, uh, like, a Thursday and a Friday to a convention, like a blogging convention. And he took our daughter to school in the morning. And she, of course, always has her headphones on going to school. And she gets to school. And he's like, okay, bye, sweetie. Have a good day. And she's like, I don't go to this school anymore. (laughs) It was like (laughs) February. She had been there for like six months. And then he had to pick her up when she was sick (laughs) another time. And he went to the school. And and he was like, I'm here to pick up my daughter. She's sick, Mia. And they're like... There's no Mia here. And he went to the wrong school again. Oh, my God. I do a great job 
taking at care of the, the kids. In the <laughs> at spilling the salt in the salt. Yes. Listen. That water I, smells I good. I get the kids we, up. Our daughter, our kids got to school and the teacher's like, you smell like a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> I get the kids up. If Danielle's away, they drink healthy, fresh water. They have good breakfast. They smell clean, <laughs> and they get to school. What happens after that? No, hey, they listen. don't get to the right school. I, I, all I said was school. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wait. So, Danielle, one thing we were talking about is how you want um, you and Adam to make some decisions together. Like you feel like sometimes you're making the decisions on your own. Yes. Regarding parenting, just, I think overall, yeah, or just in general. general, I feel like I'm in charge of most of the decision making, which I think is a mental load related item. So perhaps during these meetings that you guys have, you come up with some plans. So like one of the things you were talking about is how many activities should the kids have? Right, right. like the kids come to us and want to do four activities, and I'm like, well, no, I, you, we can't afford for you to do four activities. Pick one or two, and like I would just like some definitive, like this is what they can do. Like, at, Ian wants to do 16 things on the weekend. No, he can do two. But I also want reinforcement of that, you know? Yeah. So that's yeah. something that you two could do together? Yeah, sure. Okay. So maybe put that, like, on the agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's if there's areas where you're feeling you need to make a decision or you need to reinforce, you need reinforcement on a parenting issue. Um, you've already decided on the drums, but there's other things probably that you need reinforcement on. So those are the things that can go on those weekly meetings. But ha- what, so what do I do if he doesn't do, like if in three weeks the drums aren't done? I think it's, I think it's just sort of getting under, to understand what the, what's holding you back. So, so this is this idea of, um, you know, getting together and coming up with these things so that it's not a delegation because once you delegate something you're kind of still in control right you're the manager Mm -hmm. so we don't want to delegate you guys want to both identify areas that you are wholly in charge of so it's with the drums that's something you're going to be wholly in charge of and danielle doesn't need to deal with that and um you know with this with the salt (laughs) (laughs) That was an example of one thing that I do that Danielle has no... There's plenty more. Stop making fun of the I things. I know about the salt. Trust me. I know about the fucking salt. You used to know about the salt. That's a great example. <laughs> great example. God damn. Oh, God. We're laughing with you. Right. It's not at you. Right. So the salt... <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. Exactly. Welcome to my world. Uh, yeah, I think I think one thing is that the reconvening, the reassessing, like everything coming together, the more you come together and discuss it and figure out what you want to be doing. I mean, Adam is really good at math. I suck at math. Like, do the math homework. Right. You know, just do the math homework. Yeah, and that's awesome. I'm really math good at English. Math just gets harder and harder he, and harder isn't <laughs> well i know like with I, gideon you know, and i like gideon is good at completing tasks i suck at completing tasks. well he sucks at completing i'm tasks. like 75 percent, and i'm like done and he so like gideon will write a letter put it in the envelope seal it put a stamp on it and drive to the post office and mail it 
Like he's like, I want it done. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I right? Yeah, he thinks that's really cool, but I think it's kind of pathetic. But it's actually so sometimes I'll give him my mail, so he'll go. You saw mail? What do we have mail for? Bills? Are you like part of Columbia House? <laughs> <laughs> we bear AOL bills. Right. Right. <laughs> but anyway, it is helpful to like to identify strengths. Right. Like we clearly have our strengths and yeah. play into those. Why not? Right. That's why you're a couple and And I think Adam has so many more strengths than like I think he has a lot of strengths and like what I, are his strengths? Well, obviously anything with I think any homework besides English is his strength, science, math, all that stuff that he could be helping them with. Um, I think, obviously, the instruments. Mia plays the guitar. Ian plays the drums. I think that could be totally his thing and would take one thing off my plate. Um, Anything technology? Anything technology. You know, and I always say, here's another thing that's interesting is, like, when, when, when something in the house goes wrong that affects him, I'm so excited. Because I know it's going to get fixed like that. That he's going to be on it. TV, cable, internet, anything that has to do with him. If it doesn't have to do with him, it takes a lot longer to get fixed. Right. But that is one thing that I would recommend to people to do. Is is when you have these meetings and when you start to, to reevaluate things and look at things, also notice what's working. Like there are right. things that are working. Right. So there's some division of labor that makes sense and mm-hmm. is working. And evaluate that. Be like, why is that working? Mm-hmm. And then use whatever you discover from there to inform whatever new things you come up with. Right. So you don't need to sit down and say, okay, everything's not working. Because probably some things are. Keep those. You know, the trash is working for you. Mm-hmm. And something's working for you I don't know yeah sure I mean he's not you know I need to be the one to take care of whether the kids need therapy or the kids need tutors or I need to be in charge of that right. I, I need to be that needs to be in my control I will not be okay with anybody else controlling that. and I think just sitting down and like sharing that together and assigning that together is so validating because yeah. now, now it's like okay this is my responsibility and this is your responsibility and that just feels better mm-hmm. i think than just like doing it and not really knowing if the other person is aware yeah so yeah i agree and i think also one thing that we were talking about is role modeling for our kids so like i feel like a lot of this this mental load piece it's not the man's fault and it's not the woman's fault it's just sort of what we've been handed from mm. generations past and we're trying to change things and we're trying to figure things out but we're in the midst of it so we're going to make mistakes and you know we're going to piss each other off but hopefully we're going to make things easier for the next generation well it's interesting also because we're going to do an organizing episode in a couple of weeks and we just had these women come and organize our house you know mm. our closets and stuff and the first thing that they say to do the first most important thing and when you watch these shows you know on hgtv and everything the first thing to do is to empty it all mm-hmm. you know is to empty it all and figure out okay what what do you need what do you not need and then to oh reposition God, exactly it. exactly what you're going to do with exactly it's the I same kind of thing that yeah. you know in order to get a handle on it and really organize your life you need to assess everything bring it all out put it all on the table and then say you know and and delegate like you said an excel spreadsheet you know what's mine what's yours what do we need to keep what do we need to not keep what 
Maybe we need to, you know, put in our budget for a house cleaner. Maybe neither of us wants to be that person to clean the toilets and clean the, you know, what, what are we putting into our budget? Also, like you said, delegating, you know, what are we, maybe neither of us can do the homework. Maybe we're both working so much that we need to spend the $70 a week for a tutor. Like also as your kids get older, you know, what can you delegate to your kids? Right. Because, you know, there's so much that we do for our kids that we don't need to be. Mm -hmm. So if like you hate making lunches, which I personally don't hate making lunches, but if you hate making lunches for your kids, they can make their own lunches. Right. So things like that, you yeah. can start to think about it and that benefits everybody because they develop some self-confidence and responsibility and you get to take that off your plate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think almost that would be something that we could make a, a standard for, uh, you know, that once it's all put out there that everybody can kind of participate in and add more things to them, we can make one document that people can download. Right. Yeah. Yeah, where people can be reminded of all the things that you do. You don't even think about it. All yeah, that you know, and then you you download it and you decide who wants to do what. So maybe I'll work on that. That's great. I love yeah. that. That's a good idea. And that will change too. Like, and that's another thing. When you have little kids, it's going to be totally different than when you have big kids. Right. That's true too. You know, like homework yeah. is not an issue when you have toddlers, but you know, diapers aren't an issue when you have teenagers. Right. Hopefully, that's true. <laughs> <Hope> not. <laughs> <laughs> right. True. All right. Anything else? I Amy? Think, I think that was I think we covered plenty. Plenty. Yes. <laughs> Are you telling me to go? <laughs> no, no we, don't, we want you to stay forever. We I'm love gonna, it. I'm going to go. You stay. Okay. Just cool. keep talking. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was great. And I think this is such an important, I think we could do so many more episodes, but I think that just even acknowledging it, like we said, and putting it out there and talking about it and realizing that we're we do sometimes feel like we're drowning and we feel like we're drowning and lonely at the same time. It's so lonely to, to bear that brunt of things and to feel like you're the one person worrying and you're the one person, you know, it's, it is, it's, it's a hard thing to, to worry about. And I do think on the emotional level, I think men, I, I get it that you try, but it is a, it's a female thing to have that emotional brunt of things and right. we worry in a different way i think we're just built like that and we just oh, sometimes we just want the acknowledgement of i see you i yes. see that you're worrying i see it's for our children and i i i get it i get that it's emotionally and mentally draining and you're exhausted by it right yeah right and you're not sitting around all day you know, just eating bonbons. You really right. Are I like, can't see some of what you're on. doing. Yeah. yeah, and and when you're exhausted, some of it has to do with the fact that you're up until two in the morning worrying that our kid didn't get, you know, picked in gym, or our kid didn't make the softball team, or our kid didn't get into the program that they applied for, or things that I don't think there's the same, you know, share load for. Right. Okay. Amy? Thank you. As always, we love you. Thank, Thank you, you so much me. for coming on. It was a great topic. I'm sure you have so many more because we want you back so many more times. Okay, we'll come up with more. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. And happy birthday. Happy birthday. All right. Bye, guys.
Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com